All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Literally Same Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Today is, in fact, Monday for us, too. It is. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I doubted it for a second. Um, This is Kate, obviously, and I'm a little bit sicky, so. Here's a little sick. If I sound a little different. Yeah, we think Kate needs her tonsils out. I think so. I'm so. I just am over it too. Not that I've had it a bazillion times, but I swear I just had tonsillitis and I have it again. And you get lots of sinus infections. Yes, are connected. They are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need my tonsils out, but I'm scared. Yeah. Isn't it like a major part of our immune system? Tonsil. Ton- the tonsils are because they yes. catch a bunch of stuff. <clears throat> yes, it is, but. Also, if your tonsils are like jacked up, it can then cause it causes more sickness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's like you kind of have to weigh. Yeah. What do you? Yeah. What's better? My sister had hers out, and they told her that hers were just basically infected her whole life, chronically. weren't Yeah. Didn't your wow. Dad have his out too. My dad had his out, but it's like you were saying, my aunt got hers out, and this was before they like, I don't know. I don't know if they didn't know yet or what, but they were pretty much like, well, we might as well take yours out too. Like since you're, while we're getting hers out and he did not need his out. So he got sick a lot as a kid after Mm. having him out. Yeah. That's what I've heard. They used to just take them out all like, yeah, like like candy. Like it was like no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Until they realized, oh, these actually have function. (laughs) Oh, this Mm -hmm. is important for your body. But yeah, I, I got it all like always as a kid growing up, I've always had tonsillitis or not always had it, but always gotten it. And just recently, I'm like, what the heck? I don't know. Does it anybody might be feel chronic at this point? Yeah, it could be. I thought that too. I was like, maybe the other one didn't go away. Yeah. Well, you you <clears> said <throat> you didn't feel like it did, right? Yeah. I finished my antibiotics, and it came back like it was hurting again. I was like, oh my gosh. But then it kind of like veered off or whatever. But I just feel like ever since COVID hit, I have gotten sick more than I ever have in my life. With not COVID. With not COVID, yeah. Mm. Like, I used to get sick, like, once a year. You know, pretty much your typical, like, everyone gets a cold every now and then. But now, I feel like since COVID, I've probably been sick, like, ten times. They say that's a thing, though, because of us wearing the mask. Like, we pretty much botched our immune systems wearing yep. masks. And and even if you didn't wear a mask, other people who did wear a mask are now out in public getting other people sick mm. and it's just more and more spreading yeah i feel like did that make sense yeah no. yeah it makes sense and i feel like as a teacher i'm noticing i feel like the kids are sick all yes. the time like mm-hmm. i never remember kids being this sick mm-hmm. so i agree i think that's so true and that all the disinfecting and everything like bacteria like stopped spreading not really but yeah but but it did minimized like in an unnatural way yeah Yeah. hot take literally like cleaning off pins and everything like literally like uh my doctor's office still has a clean pin dirty pin yeah like (laughs) container you know Yeah. yeah it's a little much it's crazy i feel like we should be past this oh literally i remember at trader joe's when i couldn't set my purse on the counter i was like what is that gonna do are you fudging kidding me yeah what (laughs) come on people Uh, just went a little nuts i think we can all agree on that yeah seriously (laughs) but yeah anybody have any faves real quick well it doesn't have to be quick but i do i went thrifting on saturday i was just in a thrifting mood Love. And I went to the Bargain Box on Q Street. Have you guys been? No. Is that? Yes, I have. It's the Assistance League one. I find some good stuff there. Oh my God. I got a, almost, it looks brand new. You know the brand Vera Bradley? Mm-hmm. Like she makes all the duffels and they're like all quilted. I got like a little teeny purse. It's like just a little, it's so cute. Just a little tiny red quilted purse for $8. Oh my gosh. And it was probably worth like, 
at least like 60 or 70 dollars because her stuff's kind of pricey yeah it's kind of pricey yeah <laughs> but that's that my makes fave. me lol because i saw this tiktok where over the in an airport they were saying over the loudspeaker like vera bradley come get your bag because <laughs> <laughs> you know like the name is on yes. it <clears throat> that is funny yes yeah, so, so that is funny. my fave oh also i have another one i went to sephora and i got the fenty heat <gasps> lip gloss Ooh, what do i you was think? influenced it is so nice you like i got just like the the is this like lemon or something it's just clear mm-hmm. and i really like it it definitely plumps up the lips love i love a good plumping well sometimes sometimes i don't like a pump plumping gloss it's got to be just the right type of plump yeah Mm -hmm. i used to love the two-faced one the like extreme or whatever but now when i put it on my lips look so aggravatingly red like it's like not cute yeah it's like (laughs) are she okay you know like (laughs) like you're having an allergic reaction yeah literally so yeah the heat one i love a clear gloss too i didn't know they had a clear yeah it has like a little bit of sparkle in it but it's cute you can't really tell so i like it love I finally got my hands on. I'm so late to makeup items that are trending. Uh, but I finally got the Rare Beauty. Oh, that's something we need to talk about, too. Oh, I was going to say, dare we yeah. entertain the <laughs> so subject? True. But we'll get back to that. Yeah. I finally got the Rare Beauty uh, cream, like stick bronzer. Oh, do you love it? They finally had my color. They had been out of my my color for like 19 billion years, I swear, since the day it came out. Um, but yes, I do love it. I've been using it as like a base for like, more like a contour, you know, not, mm-hmm. not as a bronzer and yeah, it's nice. I've just been into the cream stuff lately. So I I've been loving that. Yeah. Every time I see it, it looks like it blends. So like, it's not harsh. It blends nice. It's a nice color. Is it pretty neutral or is it pretty cool tone like what's the tone like i got the color happy soul which i think is a little bit more neutral i could be way wrong but i just knew that was the color that i that matched you yeah when i like swatched them i was like okay i think this is the one which i typically go more i typically like more neutral neutral warm sometimes but more neutral is where i usually sit yeah i need a new contour stick mine the one i have is from i think like wet and wild or something and it's so orangey like too warm Mm. you know i need a good contour and i like it too because i noticed it doesn't like break up which is what i've noticed with a lot of cream bronzers or like cream contours is that it they break up on my skin throughout the day and this one does not so like it starts to look like patchy you know yeah interesting i'll have to go get it i swore that i had a fave but i can't think of it so maybe it'll come to you oh i know it's those freaking pickles that we had nat Mm, oh my gosh and pick last week when we were here we ate so many of nat's clausen dill pickle slices they're elite they're the best it's the best freaking brand of pickles and i liked the slice i did too really i ended up a slice gal i I ended up buying the slices i like spears too but i liked i don't know something about the slice Mm -hmm. was nice i liked how it was crinkle cut too yes Mm -hmm. it wasn't just a plain old like plain old slice like a sloppy tongue it was like (laughs) pickled tongue something else to it yeah so yeah those are so good everyone loves the grillos which i like but they're just not pickly enough i agree the grillos are like more salty to me than like dill pickle i don't think i've had a grilla they're just whatever and i also don't like how it has the fresh dill in there like i don't want to be chewing on dill you know what i mean (laughs) yeah like all the spices inside of it yeah like i don't like that texture i don't know you know when you bite a spice and it kind of crunches like a a little too much Mm -hmm. so yeah that's my favorite all right, dare we get into the Haley wow. Bieber and Selena Gomez drama before our real topic? I'm actually, I think I have a like a more well-rounded opinion on this because I've seen some TikToks from both sides and I feel, I don't know, I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm more in I'm the middle excited. than I thought. I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Yeah. So I originally was like, 
I am team Selena. Like I feel like everyone was hard team Selena. Like, which, I mean, why? I wonder. Like, I know I don't really get it fully, but yeah. So I, the whole thing is that I feel like Selena and Haley will always like there will always be people thinking they hate each other or some drama and you know? they might actually i mean how many people have beef with their ex's new spouse or girlfriend yeah they're it's yeah. rightful you know yeah. like yeah. if there weren't celebrities but they just most people just don't have a trillion people talking about it yeah yeah and i was originally team selena and just because i was seeing so many tiktoks of Haley, like being such a fangirl and it was like i didn't realize that she was such a big fan of justin it's and Karina. really think oh yeah she so would, like, cringe did you, kate did you see she would like tweet hashtag jelena like i saw that tweet a long time ago like i'm team jelena forever or whatever but that's all i saw i've never seen anything of like where she's like a fan of Justin and all that, except See, for when she met him, when she, you know, oh, like, yeah, like when she was younger. Mm-hmm. But I saw this freaking cringe TikTok of her, and she was holding, I think, I remember, I don't know if I remember correctly, but it was like a J14 magazine with uh, Justin and Selena on it, and she was like dancing to um, one of his songs. <gasps> Oh, yeah, I think I saw that. Oh, my God. Like, and she's, like, in the kitchen? Yes, it was the most cringe thing I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, my God. And plus, all of the things that Haley was doing after Selena, some of them were like, whoa, that's, like, a big... Okay, that's where I'm like, this is dumb and being made up. Because people would compare outfits that are similar and stuff. I'm like, you could do that to anyone. Like, yeah. People are like, she just copies everything she does, blah, blah, blah. Or like, Selena, there was a video of her being like, this is my grandpa. And then there was a video of <laughs> Haley going, this is my, like, Nana. I'm like, come on. They both have grandparents? Yeah, that's, wow. That's a little too much. But there was a few where I was like, dang. Yeah, there were a few too where I was like, like, th- I'm still waiting for her to say what her G tattoo is for. See, okay, I, I haven't seen it. See, I, I watched a few TikToks today, but I still am, like, missing the meat and potatoes of this, I think. So the of G? the G tattoo? Of just the drama. Okay, so... Oh, yeah. It started with the eyebrows, right? <laughs> yeah, okay, yes. It that. started with the the TikTok that Haley deleted of, you know, that TikTok she sound. Deleted? Okay, so what started it do you know like where it all even started from i don't think so okay except for the selena like she did her eyebrows okay no it started before that okay yeah i don't know the so selena gomez posted some photos of herself on vacation in the bahamas or paparazzi maybe released some photos and people were like body shaming selena Mm. and yeah and And just being mean so then Haley and i think Kylie Jenner was in that. T- yeah, it was, the TikTok. Three, it was, it was th- three of them. I it was three I of forgot. them. I can't remember who it was, but this was posted on Haley Bieber's TikTok. And it was that sound. She was, it was that sound that goes like, I'm not saying that she deserves it, but I'm saying that God's timing is always right. And people had already kind of started speculating that it was about her. And then she deleted it. See, if you delete it, that mm, it's like you're that's you're a big admitting, red flag yes. Yes. to me. Yes. That's and then mean the girl thing. vibes. Exactly. So that's what really got people fired up. And But then, it gets worse. And my I think it gets worse with the eyebrow thing. Yeah, so then Selena posted a TikTok of making a video of her accidentally uh she's like, I accidentally like my my eyebrows got over laminated and they were like kinda like sticking straight up. And that's when the other photo was posted or it might have been a tiktok yeah they were like facetiming each other like Haley and kylie right yes something like that and they screenshotted they screenshotted their eyebrows like brushed up like so obvious kind of like petty catty Mm -hmm. like it's like okay i i don't want Haley to be mean i know i love her too but it's almost like that really got me and i understand Cause like you're saying, I think people do that in real life. They'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> about their like boyfriend's ex girlfriend yes, or something." You totally. Know? But yeah, that's just it's too close and that's of a coincidence mean about the body thing. Like that's just mean. Yeah, 
And then I saw one TikTok and it was doing like, you know, oh my God, they're wearing the same outfit. Like those things you were talking about, Kate. But this one got me and it was about Selena Gomez talking about how Britney Spears was like the first concert she ever went to and like she loved oh, her. Yes. And then Haley did an interview and literally said verbatim, she's like the first, she's the first concert I ever went to. I loved her as an... But see, so, to me, I'm know? like, well, they're around the same age. Like she probably is the first concert that they both went to. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't... I guess I would think like she would be pretty crazy if she was just literally copying her. Yeah, there's like, there were there's a lot of things that i'm like uh like i can see where people are pulling this from but it also could be a stretch but there's just so many things yeah that's where so many things that i can't even really recall but Mm -hmm. it's like okay and another thing that i have like the tiktoks that i saw today were of justin being like mean to Haley in public he is mean to her oh did you see the one where she tripped she he they were like running in new york right yes they were running from like a grip of paparazzi and justin like takes off on his skateboard and Haley like is like running after him and she falls and it's honestly it's like not funny but my jaw is to the floor it's it's like low-key sad it is but it like because i would be livid oh i'd be oh, like i'd be my livid God. i'm like general like if i were in a situation like that i'd be like general you do not let go of my hand especially in in they're a famous like exactly. it's a it's a safety issue but yes. it's like he did not he did not look back at her one single time did not even give and a she's gr- like rip. not exaggerating literally running after him like it's <laughs> it's embarrassing like i'm gonna find us so yeah i'm gonna have to see that it is sad because there was there was one too that he she, they were doing like a live and she said um do you, justin do you think that behind every great man is a strong woman he goes yeah my mom is just the oh, best. oh my god and it was sad and even his most worth his most recent birthday posts oh, yeah there's no yeah pictures i saw of her. that literally too. just the back of her head and he looks miserable in the photo and the other ones he's got like a fat grin on his face but i i just didn't didn't realize yeah, like he's a jerk Loki. i heard a speculation this was just tiktok is it a conspiracy yes about her visa did you see that yes i was gonna bring that up too that is low-key did you a see little that bit no i saw another one but it was way more of a put my tinfoil hat on conspiracy okay no this one isn't even like that far of a stretch yeah, mine was too a little far-fetched but because, what's yours <laughs> because so justin bieber isn't it right bad? isn't it embarrassing it's like sad. what are you thinking just leaving her behind literally yeah he's like i i, I was telling you is this yeah. <laughs> sorry so justin bieber got in trouble with the police you know we all know that back mm-hmm. in the day yeah and he was gonna be deported to canada unless he got married and had like that that i guess that's whatever the certain type of marriage visa that you need to get to to stay to stay okay i did not know that and so him and Haley bieber literally two months after he's in a relationship with selena dated for three months got engaged got married all within a matter of months I I do wow. think like maybe he just married her way too fast and he's not like Dang. and he and then the spe- the rest of the speculation was that um they have to be married like you have to stay married for 5 years for him to like not then again be deported um and they're coming up on five years of marriage which is wild i know i feel like that was literally one year ago yeah in september and that they're gonna divorce after that i don't know i just feel bad for her because to be like treated like that anyways but to be publicly treated like that it's very sad like the video i saw was they were at a red carpet and she tried to grab his arm to like pose with her and he like pulled it away from her yeah i just think he's a drama queen yeah and and people are like he doesn't even like her bro like blah 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 she'll never be like selena but he was not good to selena either no i think he's just not a good boyfriend or whatever not a good lover boy yeah Yeah. i agree no no shade against him but i don't think that i don't know people are like at least publicly yeah 
he seems a little emotional i agree but then i also saw some it was actually another podcast and they were talking about this and they were actually anti-selena about it and they were saying well like Haley has all these lifelong friends and selena's like beefing with her kidney donor (laughs) and what's the point the point was that um that she's like difficult like, or something. Yeah, or, yeah, or something. yeah, or that like Haley had like backup, like her friends saying, "Oh no, like it, nothing was about Selena." Whereas, like Selena, I don't know that she. It was just like yeah, alluding to like dr- Selena being more drama. Drama. Yeah, I don't. I I don't think that. Well, from what I've seen, I feel like Selena isn't really participating in it, which is good. Like. She hasn't really done anything to egg it on, right? No. I think it's more so her fans. Yeah, for sure. And I don't... People are being so mean to Haley. I'm like, okay, that is uncalled for. Yeah. Like, Yeah, that's a little crazy. Like, yeah. It's like one thing to, like, speculate and, like, talk about it or whatever. But then people are were getting mad at Haley Bieber for bullying Selena Gomez. And people are outright bullying Haley Bieber. I'm like, and, yeah. yeah, and that's what makes me mad, too, is, like, she is his wife. You have to respect their marriage. Like, whether you think Selena's his true love or not, he chose to marry her. So, yeah. yep. like, I think it's just sad to, like, drag their marriage through the ground and be like, it's fake. He doesn't even love her. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. sad. And what is even more sad, too, and I, is Justin has not said anything anything oh i know Haley's defense about like about anything like she's been bullied online for so long Haley, and he has That's not true. come before out to this, say anything before this like his marriage has always been always compared. been scrutinized yes that's why i feel bad for her too because she's talked about that like struggling with that and could you imagine you're married and people are constantly talking about your husband's ex-girlfriend like oh my god they were awful. just true love like you're just a stand-in blah, blah blah you would be like i would be at my wits end yes and i would be wondering hey trent have you a freaking post something literally yeah. i'd be so mad if he didn't yeah mm-hmm. That's hard, too, because it's, like, celebrities always, like, stay quiet. So, it, I wonder if he's, like, well, I'm not giving into the drama or something. And they have you know? publicists, which, not that they have to listen to their publicists, but they have lots of people yeah. highly encouraging them what to say and not say, too, you know? Yeah. Tough. Definitely. I feel like that's tough, tough grounds to be standing on. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not picking a team, because... No, me I'm neither. I don't like it. Me either. I think... Just don't be mean. Well, today we're doing a full life updates episode. Just kind of, we're just kind of catching up on where we're at in life. The yeah. the nitty gritty of life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, this was like um, a request actually. And we thought, well, we just did a full favorites episode. Let's do a full life updates. That's a good idea. So... Who wants to go go first? first. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go first. I feel like I'm in a good place in my life. However, I am, I just think I'm struggling with just being an adult in general currently. Preach. I, it's almost like I feel like I'm going through another puberty. Ooh, that's a great way of putting it. Like Mm -hmm. an adult puberty. Because one, like, I'm just going to just, like, we're just talking as pals. Like, updating each other even. Because I feel like I haven't even gotten to, we haven't even gotten to really talk about life. Mm -mm. Yeah, like deeply. Aside from this, yeah. So, I just think my body's different. I feel like I hit 25 and my body is no longer a high school girl size two body. I just don't. And so my body image is just different. And um, the idea of friendship as an adult is really hard mm-hmm. currently. Just because I I feel like, and I think this is just my biggest life update is the friendship thing, is I feel very awkward. And because I'm so tired after work, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to hang out. I don't want to talk because I'm just so 
emotionally exhausted, but I feel like my friendships are suffering because I've turned into such like a hermit almost, like a more introverted. And it's kind of just, it just feels uncomfortable. And like, I'm, it's not like high school where you would hang out like every week with your friends and that's how you like would keep the friendship up. Now it's just different. It's like, how do you still remain friends with your other adult friends who maybe are in different stages of life? Like, how do you manage that without seeing them every week? Or Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I feel like those are my two struggles currently are body image and friendships as an adult. Yeah, friendships as an adult is hard. And I feel like I've, like, been in the same spot as you where I just, like, didn't have emotional capacity for it. And so I just kind of, like, isolated myself, like, went hermit mode, too. Yeah. And and I saw, too, that my friendship suffered because of it. And I just, like just recently have been trying to like force my not force myself because it's always fun and I like have had the desire come back to want to like spend time with my friends and stuff and but it is just freaking hard like you're right when you work all day which we all do like you work all day or you like have so much more like like as adults we just have more serious things going on in our lives it's not as easy as it was before and then it's the same for your friends too so it's like how the heck do we get together we all have so much going on like it used to be so much fun to like get together every week and now it's just a transition where you're like what do we do now like we can't do that anymore so how do we like adjust you know yeah yeah i feel like i've totally been there before too and i think and even being on the on the other side of the friendship and recognizing that that's happening like to the friend or, you know, once I feel like once you've kind of been through it yourself, then you can recognize it easier and other people, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like you eventually kind of learn to have more grace and, or be like more understanding. Or if you are in the position to show up and help them out, you know, if they want that, you know, like, like, for example, like my friends that have had kids, you know, it's like, okay, the way that I keep our friendship, the way that I keep our friendship, like, active, <laughs> what's the word, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, n- normal right now, or the way I can show up for her as a friend is like, is going over to her house and helping her with meal prep and entertaining her baby and, you know, things right. like that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, it just starts to look different. Yeah. But I feel like when you're in the midst of it, it's almost like it feels completely foreign, you know? Mm-hmm. So yes. it's it's like you just don't, you don't know how to, as the being the friend on the other end and also being the friend that's going through it, it's just like foreign territory. It's like, uh, what do I do now? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's just a weird place. Yeah, it's, it's, that's why I say it's like a puberty because it's just, you just feel in every way just awkward and mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Like, it's just a weird dynamic like you're married you're you'll have a full-time job you have to keep your house like night you know it's there's just a lot going on and you're just trying to figure out how do i manage all of this Mm -hmm. and live like a life in community with other people like how do you do that yeah and it really feels it is so much like it's just a lot to like carry and it's yeah yeah there's just definitely a learning curve for sure that's what i feel like i learned too or i'm learning right now is like i have to put effort in or it it doesn't go anywhere you know like your friendships will like fit not fit like fizzle or you know whatever they might like the health of them will suffer or whatever and so because i think i was like why isn't it like it was before you know like and it's like, well, you have not, I'm not saying you, but, no, like, but you're right because it's like you get what you put in. Yeah. And that's what you I know? realized. I was like, I need to put in effort put in the work if yeah. I want, you know, exactly. Because I almost feel like even on my weekends, like I just am like selfish with my time. Like I want to do what I want to do and I want to do, you know, and it's like, but as, as I do that more and more, it's like, I'm not going to get 
you know, my, the, what I need out of my community, if I'm not putting in any effort, you know, so I'm having to learn like, okay, you have to get yourself, like you're saying is like, like get out of your comfort zone and put in mm-hmm. effort, you know? I think you're right about the puberty thing. Cause I almost feel like that's kind of why we like almost like feel comfortable at home and like isolate ourselves a little bit yeah. is cause you're like going through another change and you just want to be comfortable. Like yeah. you're saying, like you just want to be in your comfort zone. That's so true. It's like kind of like a whole nother phase of your life is changing and you're like, oh, like I just how do want I do like it? peace, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's like, you can't really, I mean, I guess you could, I don't know how this would play out, but it's like, you can't really, you don't want to go to your friend and be like, I need you to come to me right now, you yeah. know? Or even it's like, or I don't want you to come to me right now. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yes. like, you can't really say that. Right. And that's, what's so tricky too about, I feel like friendships, like in this stage, like the puberty stage, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's that you, you either have to be brutally honest or like you are leaving your friends trying to like be a mind reader. You know, yes, like, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's so it's, and either can could lead to like tension in mm-hmm. like your friendship. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. I feel like it's just a natural thing. And, but I feel like almost always, like anytime I've like gone through like that weird puberty phase with like a friend, always, always, always it comes out like on the other end of like, I was just going through this and that. And, mm-hmm. you know, you just need to be patient with like yeah. the ones that you love. And, and uh, I don't know. Now, what do you feel like you want? right now in this season from your friends like do you want people to like reach out do you want them to like initiate plans or do you feel like even overwhelmed by that like okay so i i feel almost even overwhelmed by that not because i don't want to or i don't love them it's just it's almost like there's been so much change in my life that i almost just need to like be or, or my natural like what I naturally want is just to be safe and secure and be in control. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like my husband's starting a business and just we're constantly making so many decisions every day. And, you know, and so it's is heavy. That's very heavy. It's so heavy. And it's, it's just hard to feel like, emotionally available for other people and not that I have to like have deep conversations with my friends every day every time we hang out but it's just like I having to be on is just kind of like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. right so I'd rather be just safe in my own space and just like you know what I mean but Mm -hmm. but like I said it's just I I think what I need from friendships is is really not on them it's like me yeah yeah, it's really, it's really all me. It's all me here, you know? Like, they're they're asking me to hang out or do stuff or whatever, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally get it. I feel like I'm even bracing myself for, like, a change and really just my whole life, but in Friends, too, that's something I've, like, really been thinking about. Even, like, recording this podcast, like, it's actually been, like, making me anxious thinking mm. about, like, how I'm gonna like just everything in my life now is I'm gonna have to think of like okay do I have a babysitter or like whatever and not wanting to like exhaust the resources around me of like you know things like that but even to finish my thought like even I've just been thinking so much about like this podcast of not wanting to like inconvenience you guys to fit around my schedule or whatever you care. know things like that but thanks gals <laughs> but yeah you just think you know it's like okay i'm like uh, a change is coming and i'm scared you know like ooh, like even though it's for like the the best reason i'm like still it's like just in general like friendships aside but that that's a really big thing i've been thinking about it's just like life like yeah when am i gonna get my nails done you know like i have yeah, to have I, a babysitter you know things like that it's yeah. just you have to like retrain your brain to think differently now uh, yeah i have to retrain my whole entire life yeah which when i think about it that way i'm like wow that's really freaking overwhelming but mm-hmm. i just keep telling myself like take it day by day like literally i'm getting out of breath thinking about it like it makes me so anxious but 
Yeah. It's okay, though. Hush, Stevie. <laughs> so, oh, she she felt the anxiety. She's coming yeah, to she lay by like, you. I'll come lay by you guys. Emotional support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what else, pal? Like, what else are you feeling right now besides that? I think, I think I mentioned this in one of, in a past episode, but I mentioned um, being feeling kind of like torn between, like just my purpose and my roles in life. And I've kind of have felt like two years ago, if you were to talk to me about my business, I wanted to like scale it into this big thing. Like I was investing so much money into like business classes and I was like preparing myself to like open up my own like spa and like thinking of like all of these like really big things. And I just feel like in my heart, like those desires have been like pushed way farther back even before I got pregnant even when like Gennaro and I like probably like the beginning of last year I almost felt like I was like forcing that out of myself I need to catch my breath I'm just so out of breath I feel like I was kind of like forcing myself to be like this person that wasn't where maybe like the Lord was like telling me to be at that point you know of just I guess really I don't know what I was trying to be or what I wanted to be I felt like I guess I I felt so much pressure to like be to like help my husband and I get completely out of debt to be able to afford every vacation that we want to get us our dream cars like I just felt so much pressure to like Mm. be that person I have no idea where that came from because Gennaro has never in a million years ever put that on me you know like we are very team oriented when it comes to like our financial goals and all of that if anything Gennaro like contributes he has like chosen to like take on so much of that you know because he doesn't because he doesn't want me to have that burden on me but that was Mm -hmm. just like a burden that I put on myself yeah and I feel like I'm trying to kind of like rewire my brain to like not really think that way, I guess. I see. But I have felt like I've really like kind of lost myself, lost my purpose Mm -hmm. in like the midst of that. So and then then getting pregnant, I was like, okay, this is like giving me something, a newfound purpose. You know Mm -hmm, what I mean? Um. So I guess, I don't know, I've kind of thought like, well, maybe that's what the Lord was preparing me for, like to become a mother, you know, because like Mm. I even like I was talking to one of the girls at the salon and she was asking me like, how much time are you planning on taking off? And I said, I'd like to take around six weeks. And she goes, oh, my gosh, that's so long. And I'm like, (gasps) wow, that's normal, even in like a corporate world, like total. I mean, like including after you have the baby or before after i have the baby but what i've noticed like working in my industry is that like women do not and i think it comes from the fact that we pay rent we're Mm self-employed i'm sure a lot of self-employed women feel this way there's not a lot of resources for us oh no Mm -hmm. there's like none hardly any and it's like i'm like stressed i'm like i i pay rent every single week like i have like every single month i have over a thousand dollars going towards paying my room at the salon and you just feel pressure to kind of (laughs) like what is stevie doing she's licking the base of the mic oh my god i I, sorry i thought i heard something i was like what is that she's trying to taste it (laughs) but yeah i feel like I don't know there's a lot of pressure to like come back really quickly and I don't know if that's specifically in like the beauty industry but I see I mean I work in a building with like 65 women and over the years I've seen so many women have babies and that are like working in my same industry there's like four of us that are pregnant right now at the salon and like one of them came back which that's i think this is awesome if this is what you want to do but if you're doing this because you feel Mm, forced mm -hmm. then there's an issue right but like one of them she literally came back after like two weeks and i 
whoa mama you're a superhero seriously i'm like that's like if that's what you want to do that's like amazing but i just like in my heart i'm like i just do not feel right no that is not a long time at all like even for my just despite put put leaving my baby aside like just my body healing you know and things like that like being on your feet all day mm -hmm. after i'm like oh my gosh yeah so it's like I don't know. Maybe that's just has been like the Lord preparing my heart to like kind of go against the grain a little bit or maybe be a little bit uncomfortable financially or I don't know. I've just kind of went all over the place with that, but I feel like I've been just kind of bracing myself and I need, this was one of my new year's resolutions or no, not one of my new year's resolutions, but I talked about this in a past episode of like allowing change like flowing with change rather than resisting change. Mm -hmm. And I'm not doing a very good job of that right now. I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm like holding my breath and like clenching my, my fists, like waiting for this change to like abruptly hit. Sorry. I'm not looking at you, Kate. I (laughs) I feel like my face isn't in the mic. If I, if I'm look that way, but I, yeah, I just feel like I'm kind of like white knuckling it right now. And it's like, I just have lots of overwhelming thoughts and things. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just like nervous for what. I don't feel nervous about being a mom or like having a baby. I don't feel nervous about that kind of thing, which maybe I'm in for a rude awakening. But I feel more nervous about how my life is going to change yeah just in the every other area yeah mm-hmm. it would be daunting to know that just pretty much the biggest change you can experience is coming you know mm-hmm. yeah. like i totally understand why you feel like nervous i did have a client that this was like the sweetest thing to me she, she told me um she is she has a baby like a she's like a two and a half year old and she wasn't even trying to get pregnant with her first baby but um she said she was like i feel like my life didn't truly begin until i had my son Mm. and i was like that's so sweet like i that's I, i i while i also feel overwhelmed i also feel like i'm waiting for like yeah it's for like, like anticipation yes, really. it's yes. anticipation that's what i was gonna say too is like when people talk about like the love that they have for their children or you know or even just the fact that you have to sit there and physically heal i just think about how god like designed all of that like yeah he designed for you to like slow down and stay with your baby and you have to heal your body like you can't just run back and do whatever you know like and just like the love that you have for your kids I think like takes over the I mean obviously I'm sure you'll still struggle with like certain feelings here and there but I think like God makes it that way like the love that you have for your kids kind of trumps the other things in a way you know what I mean yeah yeah And I think I'm kind of, like, really relying on, like, instinct and intuition and, like, the Holy Spirit to, like, guide me into, like, making the decisions that I need to make. Yeah. That's best for my baby and my business and my marriage and my friendships, you know, all of these things. Like, I'm really, am leaning into that for sure. Um, but, yeah, I guess it's just the, the waiting game. It's, like... It's just, you know? yeah, you have time to think about yes, it. Yes, exactly. That's the you thing have that. so much time to think. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're like, uh. Yes. And it's like, and sh- lately the baby's been moving like so much. Like I feel her like all day long, every day. Mm. And it's like, I can s- literally see my stomach like just rolling and moving and kicks and punches. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like, it's like, it really just hit me that it's real. Yeah. I don't know why. Like it just really it took a long time for it to like really like settle with me. Like I, like I didn't start work. I hadn't still have not started working on the nursery. Like I have not bought a single thing with the exception of clothes for her. Like 
I have not started thinking like I have I had some plans for like work of like some things that I wanted to line up before I like went on maternity leave have not started a single one of those things and now I'm like holy crap I only have three months left to do this (laughs) like maybe less you know like I gotta get rolling and it's just like it just hit me like now I don't know yeah I feel like it's so like untangible before you can like see it and feel it and everything like and now you're like oh oh my gosh this thing is moving inside of me like that is yeah, a human, like That's, human. that Maybe. is gonna make yeah. an arrival yeah. yeah that is so insane yeah. what a change mm-hmm. but it'll be so beautiful yes. i know i am also really really excited i just feel like you don't really hear a whole lot of, i feel, now i feel like it's coming more normalized but you just always hear people say like oh it's like the best thing that's ever happened to me like i've never like loved anyone more but and yeah those thoughts i'm sure are so true but like and maybe that's like maybe that's something that like motherhood brings on i don't know you kind of forget or you don't yeah maybe the other things that like worried you before matter less yeah so you don't think to like you don't think to talk about it or whatever or it's just deeper stuff. People just might not want to talk about it. And it also, there's like a guilt factor talking about things that, uh, like, that you're scared about when right. you're like, yeah. you know, about to like welcome a child. But I don't know. I just feel like you don't really hear it talked about a whole lot. And I'm like, uh, no, like, I agree. <laughs> like, am I normal for feeling all yes. those things? That's yeah. what I was going to say. You're like, what's wrong with me? Or like, do other people feel this way? Yeah. But yeah. Katie, I feel similar to Nat. I feel like adulthood has finally hit me. Like, you know, you always hear like, oh, just wait. Like, you're in for a rude way. You know, kind of like that thing. And I always just felt like, "Uh, you know, everything seems to be fine. But I also knew I wasn't like really in the thick of it yet. Like, not paying a bunch of bills. Not, you know, like, it's like young adulthood, which is really a fun like free time totally and so now I feel like real live adulthood is hitting not even all the way because I still live at my parents house but just like I can see the changes on the horizon and it's just like I don't know it is scary and I also feel like like as far as the financial things I'm like did I choose the right thing like should I be looking into other things that are more reliable even though I love my job and I'm like definitely making more money than I ever have like I like am in my career but I'm like I don't know it's just scary you're like like you do just feel like that well if we want to buy a house then yeah I need to be doing this now like if we want to buy a house in the next five years or you know like just Mm -hmm. like everything is so future and oops sorry I hit the mic And everything is so, like, if you want to retire, you should have been saving since you were 20. And I'm just (laughs) all this stuff. I'm like, ah, I feel like overwhelmed. Like, I don't know, just adult stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I need to, like, get on these things. And, like, just knowing that, like, I'm going to get married eventually, you know, and just things like that. Like, it's things that you always dream of, but, like, then it it's like, oh, this is actually also a huge life change and a big, like, taking on of responsibilities and just stuff like that. Like, just adulthood comes with so many important decisions, too. It's just, like, a little bit overwhelming. And I Mm -hmm. feel like I'm, like, actually in that stage now where I'm like, oh, okay, this is, like, not easy all the time, you know? Yeah. It's cool, but things feel a lot heavier a lot of the time. But... Yeah, I feel like that's where I'm at right now. And like on the friendships thing, I feel like I've just, I'm kind of like coming out of where you were. Mm. And it's been fun. I'm glad. I just realized like I need to put in effort. Like I definitely haven't been doing my part, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, just, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of like in a transition like I'm almost to full adulthood yeah but not quite so it's almost like what you were saying like I can see it on the horizon so I have plenty of time to worry Mm -hmm. and think about like 
all the negative things. But then, like, also when it happens, like, marriage or whatever, it's so exciting and fun, too. Yes, so fun. But when you're, like, not quite, it's happening yet, you can just have time to, like, think about all the logistics and everything. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know. I just see things, too, where I'm, like, like, I'm turning 27 next month. And I don't know why that is, like, this is the first age where I'm, like, ooh, I feel scared. Like. I felt that way about 27, too. You did? It I'm just like, feels like. I literally, I'm, like, I'm in my late 20s. Yeah. Like, yeah. that just was shocking to like, me. Like, I am scared. And I'm, like, I feel behind. Like, I, I need to, like, I don't know. There's just, like kind of like i was saying before like if you want to buy a house in this much time then you need to do this now or just like things like that i'm like i feel like i have to figure everything out yeah it's a lot of i before we got married i it is so much pressure especially financially like it is so much pressure but it's it's almost like you just can't put yourself on other people's timelines like you can't expect you know, like you do what's right for you and your family. And if the house doesn't come as fast as you think, or like the cars don't come or the, you know, whatever, it's like, that's okay. Like they mm-hmm. will come in the right time. But there's so much pressure before that part of your life. Mm-hmm. So like. much pressure. And it is very easy to like look at the other people's timelines around you and be like, uh okay well like this girl's my age and she already has a four-year-old like right. yeah you like, know i'll get on it <laughs> yeah exactly or you know she's my age and she just bought a house you know mm-hmm. it's like it's so so easy to do that but and people will be like when my kids in high school i'm gonna be 40 like or you know like just like i'm a young mom like right. i'm gonna have so much fun still after i'm like well i'm not gonna be a young mom like yeah i don't know it's just yeah. like you just compare yeah it's just comparison honestly but isn't it crazy too because i do not feel my age like i feel like i'm still in like high school oh same if i really start thinking about it i'm like i'm gonna die soon that's what (laughs) i'm like 30 you're already like in the thick of adulthood like and then you turn 40 and then 50 and then maybe 60 maybe 70 and that's it like i don't know i just so weird i just like get on a on a roll but it is a trip and i kind of feel like when you're like in your younger like late tween tweens late teens early 20s like 20 21 it's almost like you're like in a bliss like yes you're, like do you best guys time agree? of your life so much fun it's like so fun. you have like the rose-colored glasses on you still, really totally. do because i was even talking to my, talking to my parents about this like stuff i would do i'm like why did i do that what an idiot like why would i do that but it's truly like rose colored glasses it is mm-hmm. and it, you're just like you really are it's like ugh, the confidence i had <laughs> i'm gonna get a dog i'm gonna move out on my own i'm gonna start a business i'm gonna get married like all of these things and it like i was so not to like discourage anybody who's like you know in their 20s you know, but it's like there's a layer of like there's a layer of like depth to it that is so heavy mm-hmm. and not even necessarily bad if you think about it it's something that every adult goes through you know mm-hmm. i don't think like transitioning into adulthood is effortless for anybody but once you start experiencing it experiencing it but that's when you like grasp the depth of it and mm-hmm. the heaviness of it yeah. but before that when you're like just like 19 years old and you're found the love of your life and you see that house driving down the street that looks so cute and the the that's as far as you get little golden doodle yeah like your brain cannot compute farther than that yeah it's almost i truly feel like i felt my frontal cortex like fully form like when i hit 25 (laughs) literally that's, that's how i can describe it is like I was in ignorant bliss before 25 and then I hit 25 and I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. what was I, what was I doing? Like, yeah. that's how I feel. I literally laugh at myself, like how, like the, some of the things that I thought I like, just some of the thoughts that I had when I was like 20, 21 years old, mm-hmm. I was like, you are funny yeah <laughs> Allie. Yeah. yeah good one good one <laughs> honestly 
It is just heavy. And it's just part of the process too, you know? Yeah. It's like, and that's where I feel like I would always get annoyed at like adults for being like, trying to guide me mm-hmm. one yeah and like encouraging me and like to like you know well maybe you should try this and so i'm like you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> nope they knew they, yeah. they freaking knew that's what yeah. i was gonna say Seriously. too like and then when we get older we'll think that about i mean not fully but still like once you get older you'll still know things that you didn't know at this point and just it like never ends yeah yeah and so if you're listening and you're a freaking ignorant little blissful 20 year old listen to the older people in your life because they really have wisdom that you don't have. Mm -hmm. And you start to like, the older you get, you start to like take that advice more seriously. I'm like, when I was 18 or 19 or 20, I would not taken that advice seriously. Now to myself, I'm like, I should have listened to my dad when he told me not to get a dog. Like, you know, or things like that. You just, you start to realize. You like think they're pooping on your party but then now I'm like asking my parents, like, what did you do in this situation? Or like, you yeah. know, like I'm like seeking out that advice because it's like, what do I do? And you I'm know? almost shocked if they say, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you really think that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And it's also kind of like we were saying before, like, since it is all heavier than you anticipated, you're like, did other people feel this way? Like is this normal to feel this way? You know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like, I also kind of realized too, within my like career, like it's definitely been a journey for me. I have improved a lot, but I've had many days of tears where I'm like, I just am not like, you know, I just didn't feel adequate. And I kind of realized like, I think throughout my life, I have just quit anything that I wasn't good at. Like, Hmm. I hate not being good at something. And so with like my job, obviously I've had to stick it through because it's like, okay, if you quit, what are you going to do? You know, like you can't just quit when you're down and even still I'll get down on myself. And then I'm like, but you've improved so much just from like this short amount of time. Like you just have to stick in it. But I think I just realized that about myself. Like, I just don't like to stick in hard things. I'm just like Enneagram nine vibes where I'm like, no, I just want to be in my peace. Like I do not want to fight through this, you know, like, and so that's another thing too. Like adulthood, you know, not everything is easy or comfortable and you have to kind of like grit down and fight through things. Like, That's just something I realized about myself too. Like I've always known that I'm like sensitive, but I'm like, gosh, you need to like, you have to go through hard things. You can't like avoid avoid everything hard. Yeah. Yeah, You can't just like move home every time you don't want to pay your bills. Yeah, like exactly. Like (laughs) you have to push through. And I just am like, I remember I even told my dad, like I asked him like, were you kind of nervous at the beginning of your career? And he, or like, or did you ever feel like not good enough? And he's like, yeah, of course. But like, you just have to get used to being uncomfortable. Like, and I'm like, Frick, I don't like that answer. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. Like, yeah. and I just have been, that's a growing pain. Also, I hate being uncomfortable, but yep. if you ever want to grow in anything and that's what I'm learning, you have to. And that's why, like, I kind of think to my childhood and I'm like, I was never a standout at any sport or anything. Like, I don't really have like my thing. Cause I think I just was like, I'm not good at this. I'm out. I'm not good at this. I'm out. Like I never really stuck with anything, you know? So it's just a little uncomfy, but there's good days and bad days, obviously. And I think it'll always be like that with, you know, there'll always be good days and bad days. Yeah. So, and we'll just always be learning more about ourselves. Cause like, I feel the same way. It's like the older you get, the more like revelations you'll have about like, oh, this is why I'm this way. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, like, dang, I do this and that's annoying, you know? Like, right. Yes. I feel like I've gotten, I've like gotten so many negative thoughts about myself. Not even that they're not true. I've just like had realizations where I'm like, oh, like, you're not just automatically a good person like Mm. or like even like you're not just automatically a good friend just things like that it's like just because you have good intentions like doesn't do anything doesn't do anything you have to like you know act on it or work or whatever and so that's just part of i don't know i'm just like 
wanting to be more actually, you know, I don't know. We talked about it in the new year episode too. Like I just want to like do more kind things and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like this season though is also so sweet. Like at least for myself, because like how I mentioned, like in when you're like in your early twenties or late teens, you're so ignorant to like everything. But now that you're like a little bit more aware, you can like, it's like not that things are going to get easier, but you just have like a whole different head on your shoulders yeah. of like yep. how to handle situations. Or you realize things about yourself that like, oh wait, like maybe I don't like that about myself and mm-hmm. you can actively try to change it instead of just kind of being in like la la land. And then it's like, it's almost like, yes, there's still hard things are still going to come your way. And like some things might be jarring or shocking, but it feels like it's going to be a little bit less of a blow. You're like, okay, I've been through this transition before. I've gotten married. I've bought a house. I had kids. I've done things that are like amazing, but also really difficult. Like I know I'm going to make it through this next thing, you know? I agree. Like if you know, it's yeah, like it's better to know things than to just be in ignorant bliss. At least you know. And mm-hmm. so you kind of like know what you need to do or like you know like I've been through this before, I can do it again or you right. know. Yep. It's just that's part of becoming an adult too. Like not everything works out for you or you can't like yeah. always run to someone else to fix something for you. Yeah. And I think that's just been a little tough for me. I just I'm a sensitive girly. Yeah. I just don't want to feel anything uncomfortable I or unpleasant ever same <laughs> though that's like yeah. i have to really force myself to stay in uncomfortable things oh yeah it yes. ain't easy no it's not but it also makes you proud you'll have nothing to be proud of if you just yeah really i mean if you yeah, if you don't put any effort in anything like you're gonna get to the end of your life and think when what did i do, do with yeah. all of this time and all of these resources like what mm-hmm. was i doing 100 percent, i agree love that what a great note to end on yes love it love it literally same girlies can do hard things yes you can do hard things and we're with you we relate Mm -hmm. i only barely scratched the surface of the hard things so yeah Yeah. (laughs) i feel that and i will and i will just add one more thought i was thinking about just all the women in my life and I was just blown away. Like, if I think about all the women in my life, I'm like, you guys are incredible people. Like, you go to work every day. You love people. You have empathy for others. You're compassionate. Like, you go home and you cook dinner and you do the laundry and you freaking just like, I'm blown away by like every woman I could think of. So it's like women truly are like majestic, magical beings. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Like, <laughs> like I I just like think about all the women in my life and I'm like, you are an amazing wife. You are you go to work and you're a freaking boss and you come home and you, you know, take care of your kids and you like it's just wild. Like mm-hmm. women, you're incredible. Seriously. I agree. I have so much, so much respect for women. It blows my mind. Yeah. Especially, like, I don't know. There's just something different. And it's, like, the Lord, like, the Lord knew, like, the world needs women. Like, he literally created Adam and he was, like, no, no. (laughs) Not adequate. (laughs) Exactly. Like, that's, like, so cool if you think about it. Like, the Lord knew that, like, we needed to be here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or else, imagine the world oh, oh it'd my be a god bath. <laughs> it would be a nightmare if it was just men sorry uh, i don't know what me think made me think of that but just do we can do hard things like yeah. we really can do hard things and do them well you know I yeah just, like women kind of do it all yes men do a lot and but and i feel like women are expected to be like so multifaceted yeah. Oh, just incredible. And we do it all with grace and under like the submission of our husbands. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that to me, like we do all of this, but yet we're able to just be like a support. Yeah. You know, know what I mean? Yeah. It's incredible. God, mm-hmm. we are just, ugh, 
go us go go (laughs) women out there you are incredible incredible yeah i look at some i'm I'm like sorry i keep going over but it's like i look at the guy i'm like dude you are so lucky to have that girl in your life you have no idea (laughs) seriously i was like today i like saw this tiktok about it was like a birthing tip or whatever and it was like it was some it was a way like a it was called counter pressure or something. Basically, it's like it was something that your husband or a nurse can do to help you get through a contraction easier. And I was like, oh, I'm going to feel bad if I have Gennaro do that on every contraction. I'm like, wait a second. No, what? <laughs> yeah, hold that on. is only that he's going to be tired pressing my hips. Oh, like, that's thing. only a tiny, teeny, tiny fraction of like the labor that I'm actually enduring. Literally. So, it's the least he could do. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That's so funny. I saw this. I'm sure you guys saw it. But it was like a TikTok or something saying like, I won't say the words because they're kind of a um, jump scare. But that, you know, like the P word that people say. Oh, yeah. And it's like they're pretty much saying like you're a wimp if you call someone that. And then. I forget. Oh, they were saying like literally a human comes out of that body part. And your guys' equivalent <laughs> is, is so fragile. Like, if you just barely bump it, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, so why? But That's so true. Yeah, I saw someone so explaining true. that. I was like, that is so true. Like, how did that get? Like, God literally chose girls to deliver the kids. I mean, I know it's kind of a punishment because of Eve, but. Well, the, the pain was. Yeah. yeah, the pain. But, like that's just crazy to me yeah like men could never oh yeah i think i thought like i was like jokingly told janara that i'd wax his legs and in my mind i'm like i really don't think he could handle the pain <laughs> like seriously. i really don't think he could you no, know it's just, seriously but with Poor us, it, and with us it's like expected almost like get over it you oh, know who cares pain once a month oh yeah who cares it's like yeah we'll do it well, this was good. This was a good life check-in. It was. Great life check-in. Loved chatting with you gals. Yes. Yeah, thanks for the idea. And <laughs> <laughs> if you liked this episode, you can rate our podcast. I just looked at, on Spotify, we have 24 five-star ratings. Aww. I was like, oh my gosh. That is so sweet. Wow, I wish I, I knew who you were. I know, because you can't look at it on Spotify, right? And they can't no. write a review. But I was like, that is so cool to me. And we just honestly appreciate every listen. Or like when you guys text us, like, we LOL'd at this. Like, it makes our lives. Our whole we're literally lives. like, people listen? We literally <laughs> seen, send screenshots and we're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but... Yeah, we just love this and we appreciate everybody who listens and interacts. And yeah, if you want to follow us on Instagram at literally same podcast where you could stay up to date with whatever we're doing next on the pod. And we love you guys. And on that note, literally same.